Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Again, the second week in a row, I don't, we're going to have to fire Dude, I think you. It's, we I, might I gotta, have to fire you. I think I got to turn on um, what? Uh, the, the, the horizontal. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. If you are new here, welcome to the 505 pod. Hey, Let's go, welcome. baby. This hey. is a great time. How are you doing? Yeah, you know? this is a fun time. Um, Speaking of fun, you guys both have some pretty fun hats on. I kind of missed the memo on that one. Yeah, so yeah. I, if you're watching the pod, I always wear a mad happy hat. 99.97 times the, you you're know? still repping though on yeah. the i'm uh, repping on the hoodie yeah. you know but we have a new hat on and it's a lemon hat pretty cool dude it's kind of cool yeah there's a nice story behind it you want to tell that story i do really want to tell that All story right, so i'm now the proud owner of an nft wow thanks yep a little golf clap right there what so, it, what is an nft an nft is a non-fungible token fancy little word for just uh a token that can get you access to things. Mm. And I think we're, we're going to try and really dumb it down. We'll go through this really quick because I think it's kind of important. As a creator, this is really cool. It's a really cool time right now because in no other period of time could you ever sell a piece of work. And I'm going to tell you why you should give a shit about this. Because in no other time period could you sell a piece of work and then have that work be resold and ever get any money for it. Right. Which is pretty cool. Right. You know, so that's a pretty cool thing that's out right now. So I I purchased an NFT from a creator that I really admire. His name is Cole Bennett. Mm. Cole Bennett is in the music video space. He is one of the, I guess you could say, one of the first um, people that were making SoundCloud rappers kind of have a start. Right. You know, so he was, he had a YouTube channel originally. He was, he's a music video director, DP, whatever. He's a great creative. And he had a YouTube channel that was basically, if you got on this YouTube channel, you were blown up as a rapper. Because he was almost just like a, like a record label in a way. Practically. Right? Like he would just pick the right guys and then make videos for them. And it, then all of a sudden they blow up. It was almost like an A&R for fucking sure. Practically, SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. And what was crazy though is like he, I remember there was one, um, thing with a huge rapper at the time and they're like this video has to live on my channel yeah. and let's pretend that it was Eminem I don't think it was Eminem but just for the story sure. and Eminem was like you gotta put it on my channel right and he's like no it has to live on Lyrical yeah. Lemonade and they didn't do the video because of it Wow. so he really stuck to this thing and all of his music videos they don't live on the rappers like Vivo or whatever they live on Cole Bennett's Lyrical Lemonade channel that's crazy so it's pretty cool so when he came out with this project this was like a week ago I saw on his Instagram stories releasing NFT I'm like, shit, let me check this out. Let me see if this is something I could be interested in. Basically, what they were doing was like scavenger hunts all around the country to mm. go and get an exclusive list to get into and get one of these NFTs. So they're on the white list. I was on the white list is what it's called, which is just basically an early access list. Sure. They were only giving out 500 of these things. And I was one of the 300 people that got to actually purchase one today. You almost didn't get to yeah. get it though. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy because the so basically kind of how they were doing it was they'd post in this Discord and they'd be like first five people to meet in front of the Chicago Bean get like a whitelist spot. So then all the people would sprint over, right. drive or whatever. So in LA they did one at Crypto.com Arena and I was pissed because we didn't have a game. Whereas you would have just been there. I would have just been there right. and just been walked outside and be like, hey, time out at half. Yo, I'm yeah. going to run out and get this NFT on this list. So, <laughs> Yo, LeBron, let's just call a timeout. Yeah, call a timeout yeah. so I can go get this thing. So yesterday I came home from the gym and I get a call from Costas. 
because calls me goes yo beverly center los angeles go get it now i'm like holy shit so i sprint back to my car we're driving quite fast um which yeah. you're pretty good at i'm yeah. great i don't know if you could have picked a better person to have to go get this that's so true to get this thing yeah. seriously we're going and I'm about a, two miles away and I call Costas. I go, dude, check the chat and see if they've posted anything. And so Costas and Chloe are in the room giving me like live updates. What's oh, going we on the chat. We were getting hyped. We were like, there's three left. There's two left. <laughs> Brandon, hurry up. Someone's there. There's one left. There was one left and I think I was a mile out and I was like, we're just going to fourth gear, gun it. You know, we're mm. going. And uh, Chloe and Costas figure out that it is in front of the CVS. Outside of the Beverly Center. Yeah, because so he said it was at the Beverly Center in the garage uh, or in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, and so automatically you'd assume that it was the parking lot of the, the garage, actual yeah. building. Right, yeah. right, right. Which I was ready to go into. I yeah. was just about to pull in. And this guy messaged in the chat in the Discord. He goes, I'm here. Where are you? And so the guy who was running it sent a selfie mm. and he showed that he like you could see like the Macy's of the Beverly Center in the background. And then you could see like the red letters of the CVS. The little heart sign. Oh. And Chloe was like, that's a CVS. Like go to the CVS parking lot across the street. And Braden went and he got uh, it. I hooked a Yui high. and I was number five of five. And shortly after, like three or four more people came. And they're all like, damn. Yeah, they were pissed. But it's okay because we got it. And yep. I was really excited. And then we bought one today. It was $1,700. Sure. Which is crazy. It's an investment. It is an, it is an investment. That's and, rent. And I mean, this is very interesting because it's not about the picture for you all listening. Because you're like, you're probably like, oh. This is stupid. Seventeen hundred yeah. bucks on a little. It feels stupid. It feels stupid, but where you where you get it, actually the value is the utility of whatever you purchase. I'll give you a hypothetical. You know, we say we put something out, right? Say it was an NFT. Doesn't really matter what the art is, but the utility that came along with it would say be like a convention that you could only mm-hmm. go to if you bought one of these said things or yeah. a music festival, right? right? It's like now I get to go to his music festival for the next three years. And we get a bunch of other little tiny perks that come along. Yeah, with do you know thing. what the utility is? Yeah, so right now it's going to be built upon. Oh, sick. So which is kind of cool, because, yeah. but it is kind of a gamble at the same time. So we'll see if right. these go up or if these go down. I mean, it really is a gamble. It is a gamble to purchase one of these things. It's funny because the NFT is as a, also is an NFT holder. Yeah, you're an um, NFT holder. It's funny wait, because... Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. You have NFT too? Yeah, yeah he's got a couple. Of of, oh, yeah. I don't have an NFT. Yeah. Well, should have bought the yeah. lemon. Should have bought it. Should have bought a doodle. You know? Yeah, doodle. Fuck me. Doodles. Doodles got hacked. Do you hear that? Yeah. They inserted Board Apes Yacht Club. Terrifying. No way. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the reason why I got it, though, was because I believe in Cole Bennett. Absolutely. Getting bigger and bigger, producing bigger and better things. And so I'm basically buying stock in Cole Bennett's company because if Cole Bennett's company goes to shit, that little coin's going to go or that little NFT will go to shit. If his company booms and I, which I think it will continue to boom, I'm going to make money right? or I'm going to have utility to dope shit that he puts on and like he'll put on a party. Only the guys with this little token can come. I'm going to get a plus one. We're going to be in the same room breaking bread with people like that. So that's why you purchase these things. Totally. And it's interesting because it's like, Whereas stocks that you really believe in Apple, mm-hmm. you can invest in because it's publicly traded. Yep. Cole Bennett is not a publicly traded person. No. He's just someone you believe in. He just printed a million bucks out of right. thin air. Right, which is crazy. But We're, you're saying like if you believe in a creator yeah. and they come up with NFTs, all of a sudden you're like, you know, I can invest in my belief that this creator is going to exactly. continue to do good work Definitely. and like blow up more. That, and that's why people should give a shit about it. And I think the future of it, there's going to be a lot of really cool things that creators will come out with where you could have like... You could have a creator that wants to make a short film but can't fund that short mm-hmm. film and they could put out an NFT that would be like, you know, say a thousand at whatever, 200 bucks, 200 US dollars. And if, you know, enough people purchase it, those people get to go to the show. And so that's how you could actually see it being used in like real society and whatnot. It's not about 
the little piece of art that you buy. It's about the utility that comes along with it. Are you more hyped about the monetary gain that you might see from it in the future when it like if his company mm-hmm. does blow up mm-hmm. and he keeps getting bigger and how much that's going to be worth or are you more excited for the the utility that comes from the actual nft i think both i think to be like quite honest i don't want to be like yes i'm so excited to be a part of this community because i think it's cool it's cool to be a part of it but i think there's also the other side of it's like okay if dude if i'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars off of something Let's go Ducks. Crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wisconsin. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go Ducks. And then, First and 10 Wisconsin. Yep. Just lost in the Rose Bowl twice. But <laughs> who's counting? And that is why it's really cool. And I think that it's something that a lot of people are going to get into. And it's something that you guys should do some research on. But this pod, genuinely, this podcast specifically that we're filming tonight, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Because we get to talk about so many awesome creators that actually you know, kind of started us off on this right. journey. Right. You know, not to just totally took a left, but... I think that when I started, it was all about watching and I wasn't making anything. Sure. And, and today mm. we're going to give you guys just a little snippet into our brains of like why we got started and some of these incredible creators that you should check out. Maybe go give them a follow, go check out some of their work and why, you know, what, where our work kind of came from. It's kind of cool to think back on that. Totally. I think like taking inspiration is so important, especially when you're at that critical age of like, oh, I kind of want to like make videos. And it's like, what inspires you to have that feeling, like mm-hmm. wanting to make videos and it's seeing people's work, you yeah. know? And I'm sure like you saw like Cole Bennett's music videos. Yeah. Like, this guy fucking rocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And definitely. inspired you to make shit. hundred percent. He was one of, he was definitely one of the early people that I remember watching in music videos in my dorm room being like, holy shit, this guy's young and he's doing it, Yeah, which is really cool. And now I kind of own a percentage of his company, a very, very small percentage, which is crazy to think about. Do you remember the first music video you saw of his? No, I don't. I won't even cap. Maybe it was one with Lil Skies, something Mm. like that. But he's just put on so many crazy rappers onto the scene and that are just superstars, just rock stars. I remember watching a video of his on YouTube. I think Complex may have put it out, Mm. but he talked about doing the music video for What's Poppin' with Jack Harlow. And he said that he knew Jack Harlow for a minute and Jack Harlow had sent him quite a bit of music. Music, and he was just like it's not right it's not right it's not right and then he sent him what's pop and he goes that's the one that's crazy so not that's a, crazy I, yeah I, I, oh yeah i think I, another like amazing thing about cole bennett is his taste mm. i feel like you have to kind of be you have to have your hand on like the pulse of culture and like totally kind of have the vision for like okay this isn't it but this is it if you're talking about an artist and you know different music as far as jack harlow like him having the vision of Jack Harlow and kind of knowing that what's popping was going to be that hit for it's Jack gonna be Harlow, poppin'. which yeah. is crazy. That is crazy. You're so right. He really did have to know what was going on in the world and have a, a really good idea of just like what what's going to actually make that's, a banger. I mean, and that's like his superpower, right? Because like, there's, like, there's yeah. a lot of great music video directors that mm-hmm. aren't like have like what he has. It's just because he's like, oh, I know that that song's going to be. And so people want to listen to him because it's curated through his taste, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. So interesting. But I was looking at the Discord too, and it's crazy how like diehard these kids are. These fan dude, his fans are run deep. Right. It's insane. Right. One of the crazier things I've seen. I was a huge fan though when I started of a man named Christian Guzman. Mm. So I started out back in, let's see, this was 2015 summer or something. And I wanted to get jacked naturally. You know, I wanted to go into college, wanted to get a six pack. Sure, sure. Never never had one. So yeah. we wanted to get one of those. 
And I was like, shit, well, what do you do? And I just did what I've taught myself how to do everything on. Learned how to drive a car, stick mm-hmm. shift on YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Learned how to take care of my little fish on YouTube. Uh-huh. So, so many things in life I've learned on this YouTube app. And when in doubt, I YouTube it or I Google it. And so Christian Guzman popped up and I was like, how do I get into bodybuilding? And this dude, this handsome dude popped up, Jack guy. I was like, holy shit, this uh-huh. is, is going to be my guy. Uh-huh. Started watching all of his videos. He had like thousands of videos. You kind of look like him a little bit. I've been, I went, when I went to the first meetup, someone came up and was like, dude, what's it feel like to have him as a brother? Because he, <laughs> he, he has a little brother. And I was like, oh God, oh, I'm not his funny. brother. I'd love to be his brother. <laughs> no, um, but it's kind of crazy because now... I feel like it's a full circle moment because I have followed him so religiously for so long and now he follows me on Instagram. Oh, oh does he fine. really? Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out Christian Guzman. Um, and it's just really cool because I was like, okay, I see this person who was once really skinny and now I can picture myself as like, okay, I'm, I was, I'm now the skinny Christian Guzman yeah. and I'm going on this path with him and he's uploading literally fucking every day. He does this summer straight thing where he uploads like every day for a hundred wow. something days. I watched those. They were, they were lit. So he's like the... I watch a few fitness YouTubers, not that I work out myself, uh, but sure. I'm like really, I really fuck with like the fitness community. Mm-hmm. So there's a few fitness influencers that I'll watch from That's time funny. to time. And Christian, Christian Guzman is one of them. Like and I, he has his summer, his summer, summer shredding, shredding yeah. and he just started it. It's like on yeah. date. Yeah. So let's just, three. should we just go through, let's just go through like creators yeah. that fucking yeah. have influenced well, our, our way, our path. I want to go through them. And I also want us to kind of give like reasons for mm, why we totally. fuck with them. Okay. And yeah. so I, I've given my one, sure. I want someone to hop on too. What was it originally when you stumbled across Christian? Was it like that you saw yourself in him? Yeah. Like what drew you to okay, him? Definitely that. And the B was like, okay, the guy's using high quality camera stuff. So it was like very aesthetically pleasing to look at. Mm-hmm. And he was just honestly taking you through his day. And I had never been exposed to vloggers Mm -hmm. and the concept of just a regular person, Mm -hmm. whoever out there filming their day. And I was like, I want to, I, once I saw that, I was like, I want to do that. I want, I don't know what it is about this like genre or whatever this dude is doing, but I want to film my day and have people watch it. And I was like, so inspired by this guy. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I'm reading the comments. I'm becoming friends with some of these random ass people that are across the country. I'm like, weird. Okay. So we have community here. We have entertainment and we also have, he's, he made a, he was making a brand and it was a baby at the time. Mm -hmm. It was like one, it was not even one year old. He had just started it. And I was like, okay, so an entrepreneur, which I like, I'm a big entrepreneur guy, business minded person, fit guy. And he's trying to make it in this fitness space. I'm like, I'm following along. This is my guy. And now, you know, now I like, I don't watch his YouTube videos really anymore. I don't watch a ton of YouTube, but I just really respect what he's done. And he's now made the craziest gym in the whole world. Have you seen it's it? It's insane. It's the crazy. Oh, it, really? It, no, no, like not even to fathom. No gym in the United States or in the world compares to the gym. It's like nine gyms in one. Oh, it's crazy. in Texas, is it not? It's in Texas, yeah. A lot I, of space I, in Texas. I, I want to go visit it maybe in the summer. It's just like, it's the mecca of body. It has a hotel at it now. Sure. It's crazy. But shout out to him. I think he's very inspiring and he's definitely helped point me in a right direction on the journey. Totally. Um, I'll go. I don't know if this is the right direction, but it was a direction that inspired me to pick up the camera. I'll drop mm. a Sam Colder, you know? Bang, bang. He just, off strong. He just like, I mean, there was a time when he came out with that Hawaii video, right? I love and then video. all of a sudden, they were people he was zooming in and out of shots and everyone was like, oh, that's what videos are? That's what we're going to do, right? And then like people dropped like their own preset packs and every video was fucking doom, doom. Yeah. Vroom. I always remember looking up like whoosh sound effects because you need them for the fucking yeah, zooms, for the zooms, right? And like I think everyone and their brother made a fucking... Coast has actually filmed 
part of a video. I made a video that was just like random. I can't, I think like I called it move, mm. you know, cause I was real like in college, you know? and Kosas like filmed me on a longboard and I like was like, go up and then would like zoom out, you know, <laughs> this is my first, I remember that. and I just used it over and over and, like every shot, like no shot was a hard cut, just transitions only. And do you remember how sick we thought drones were back in the day? Dr- oh, drones, drones were worse. Drones, like, drones are still so sick. But yeah. I remember that dude, flying your drone over library mall and just like pissing my pants. I'd never flown one before. And it's like a crowded little mall. Kosas like, you got to get closer. I'm like, fuck no, yeah. dude. I remember I brought my drone to college uh which drone it was a phantom three yeah, it was a great one i had that, I had that one as well white and red yeah it was um i want to say it was senior year it was either it was either junior or senior year but there was um a bunch of people on the rooftop of the hub so this yeah we, we had a hub as and well. i brought mine up and i was like i was like with you i think yeah and i tried to calibrate it and it was like not working and like everyone was looking at me and then i finally got it up and everyone was looking at it and i was like i feel kind of sick yeah right now. i'm flying the drone i remember i was I, so i came up to party yeah. i didn't know you were there i came up and you i saw friend i saw him yeah we like yeah. we were like at this point we we're like film acquaintances mm. and he's like what what move should i do i'm like dog you got it dog how you know what to do because i'm like Dude, the hub in like a nice day was, oh, yeah. is rooftop fired, pools in Madison. It was too. insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sam Colder, like, he just brought like a level of like quality and like the hyperlapses and like the speed mm-hmm. and like everything. I mean, the I feel seamlessness. Like, yeah, everything was just like, yeah, really like fast, high energy shit. And the color was prettier than everyone else. And the color, time. and it's just teal and orange as fuck. God. Turns out, you know, yeah, we found out later, great, just teal and orange as fuck. It was funny because he made a style, right? He mm-hmm. like, who knows if he copied it. I'm sure he took some things from some people. Mm. There's that um, uh, hot air balloons over Budapest or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, what Watchtower of oh, Budapest? Watchtower of Turkey. Watchtower of Turkey. That's what it is. That like that was the to- first one. That Sam Kohler like totally stole all this <laughs> style from. <laughs> yeah. But no one gives that credit for some reason. Um, <laughs> that video is one of the cool. You should so all cool, you should all pause what you're doing it. and go watch. It never gets old. It's like and it's like it's like the it's like the beginning of that whole Era, genre yeah. of travel videography. Really. Yeah. But like Sam Kohler, I watched that. I'm like, okay, I need to travel. I need to fucking make sick videos with drones and zoom transitions and then it's funny because he like totally progressed out of that style but a lot of people have stayed in it and i like it's funny because i've learned later that like if you can shoot it in a way where those transitions are motivated or or, like it's like makes sense it actually can be really cool and really beautiful and like we actually shot a whole nike commercial with those transitions in mind um i mean like a a evolved version not just like these shitty like they were an after effects with motion blur Mm -hmm. and everything but like we used them and it looks awesome Mm -hmm. because we like planned for it so, but it just really like, it was so exciting. And it was like, so like how I got my start because all of a sudden companies like corporate videos, I'm like, what if I zoom transition to fucking corporate video? And they're like, this kid's an incredible editor. You know, and I just like would do like 10 frames one way, 10 frames the other, a little adjustment. You know what I mean? Bang, like, you're like, They've never seen Sam no, Colder's video. Yeah. So I use like the Sam Colder stuff for years in corporate videos because mm-hmm. they did, they'd never used, seen them they before because they're like yeah. 50 year old white people. Yeah. They loved it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's like how I made money. I don't think I'd be here actually. Now that I think about it, without that. Shout out Sam Colder. Shout out Sam Colder. Yeah, that's dude. crazy. And now we just doing yoga with chicks all and the time. Yeah, he just released the course and peace. <laughs> yeah, you know, he just only only dates chicks that can do yoga. The, the flying yoga thing. 
it's frustrating. Oh, you're really hot, but like, you can't do the yoga thing. Like, oh, you gotta cut you, you, bro. Yeah. yeah, we gotta cut. He, uh, it's hard not to like look at him from the outside in and just be extremely jealous because you're like, what can you not do? That's I remember so annoying. The dude too. can backflip. He can do everything. And he can like play guitar. He's true. <laughs> he's shredded, ripped. Yeah. He's like he can do all and the. You know, video you stuff. know, he doesn't have a gym out there. No, he no, just does flips. He just, just push ups and shit. What a beast. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's probably just backflips. Good looking, calisthenics. Yeah, he's like real looking, real good looking. Yeah, and then I remember I saw that fucking video. And all of a sudden he's just shredding on guitar too. And I was like, this fucking guy. Yeah. He got great facial hair if he wants it, but doesn't need it, you know? I also think it's funny because so many people tried to emulate him. So many. And ruined it, huh? Not that it was ruined. It was kind of ruined. But then you would watch other people's video and be like, man, Sam just does it better. Yeah. Because you'll, ne- you'll, like, you'll never be better though yeah. than the OG. Exactly. That's true. You know? Um, all right, Costa. Give me got? one. Okay. So this is someone who um, I found more recent it wasn't someone who kind of like you guys who was like mm-hmm. at the very start but i want to give a huge shout out to him i've never met him hopefully soon his name's carl shakur and he makes content on instagram youtube and a little bit of tiktok but he's one of my favorite creators on instagram specifically just because his editing style is so good mm. like what is it his colors are like vibrant mm. but not too saturated sure. It's everything super cohesive. What and kind of stuff does he do? It's travel. Oh, sure. He's a dual threat. He does Scary. photo and video. And he's like really good at both. Mm. He's really good at storytelling too through his, on his YouTube channel. And he's one of the most, if not the most, from what who I follow, consistent creators. He posts so many stories every day, like high quality stuff. He's posting one to two Instagram posts every single day. Like he's just on it. He travels a ton and um, he's really good at like executing creative shoots. Kind of similar to how we were talking to Kyle. Kyle is actually good friends with him. Mm. And he'll just be like, oh, I want to do this kind of shoot. And he'll just like execute it at the highest level. And I'm always looking at his stuff like, dude, I think you're just like a pure content creator sure. through and through and just like a creative yeah and um i'm super inspired by all of his stuff and he travels so fucking much always in the coolest places yeah. i always yeah i always just like find myself very inspired by his by his content he's one of my so follows really. he's sick. i gotta follow him i, I, I love follow we should him. have him on the pod we should have him oh, on the pod I, that's he'll, like he'll get on the pod eventually it's a yeah. goal of mine for sure yeah he's right. a badass Fig, you want to rip one yeah i'll rip one okay this is the um this is the godfather Mm, the godfather of them all the godfather of them all i just i just got my pants ready yeah I, i'm getting a little goosebumps just thinking about it casey neistat mm. is number two on this list for me who's uh, that casey neistat i'll have to he, check his stuff out i don't think I yeah know. he's pretty good casey neistat um is the godfather of filmmaking and i think that <laughs> that's not a filmmaking <laughs> hitchcock, hitchcock just <laughs> rolled over <laughs> in his grave but <laughs> of like of, let's say youtube filmmaking <laughs> that's, that's right that's right yeah sure. I, you know what i was going yeah, for yeah of course um, of YouTube, I'll give you YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like he was—he's the OG of YouTube. Of like making like cool cinematic storytelling travel, all the videos. Every yeah, I remember the I, videos were so cool. They're dude. so and they're so like fun and interesting. I remember I saw uh, Make It Count uh-huh. in like in like uh, my friend Dan Breer, big shout out, showed it to me in like I don't know maybe ninth or tenth grade, and he was like, "This is what videos are. This is cool. This is what you should do." Basically, is what he said. And I watched it like 20 times in a row. I just couldn't get enough of it. Because he was jumping off cliffs. I love jumping off cliffs. Dude. He was just like running. God, I just, that video is like why I was like, okay, it's time to make videos. That like That's why I picked up a camera for sure is that video. I still remember watching that video in, uh, in my, my mind. In my dining room when I was, uh, I must have been 
like freshman year of college or maybe or not college of high school mm, yeah sophomore year yeah it's right around then and i just remember watching it and showing my mom and being like i want to do that yeah i yeah. showed my mom too yeah i showed my parents That's what's up with so that f- why was it so parent facing dude dude because know. his content wasn't like he never cussed or anything right, it, but it was also just like so inspired no i know and, and i think what was crazy was even even like to him he would say like the worst of his videos still had a story which is wild, and I think it's something that we can all take from. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're all trying to get aspects of story into your pieces. Right. And so it's so cool to go back and watch one of his vlogs and be like, the story so today cool. was going to the airport or like whatever it was for yeah. him. You know, or like he was like he he could make fixing a, a soap bar holder in your shower so interesting. The most entertaining thing in the world. Yeah. And I think that's what was so cool about him was he didn't need to um and, and I I would catch myself being like when I was young in college specifically, I'd be like, dude, I'm not traveling right now. Can't make stuff if I'm not traveling. Totally. And I think mm-hmm. every creator says that and uses an excuse where they're like, yo, I, I don't live in a sick city. And you're like, go look at what Casey Neistat did four years ago, just in his, in his little time, in his apartment in yeah, New York it's, city. Yeah. It's insane. Without even leaving the apartment. Right. It's insane. And I think it really makes you think about and just be like grateful for what you got and be like, okay, stories, what wins stories, what's always going to win pretty shots. will always, he always like, had like all these, like these weird cameras. He always had such a point all, of view. Which and it was, was cool. rough, dude. Every yeah. like, dude, I still open boxes like I do because of Casey. Neistat. Oh yeah. Dude. I beat the shit out of boxes when they come to the house. Just and just like his mentality of like everything of like right how there. it should be. Nothing should be just like held perfectly. Just like mm. grab it, use it fucking like go fast, break things. Like yeah. I just love that shit. I'm actually wearing the, if you're watching, and I'm wearing the Tom Sachs shirt, the the Godfather of Casey. The Van, God, yeah, basically. there it is. Yeah, he's he, like the artist that employed them and like taught them their style. Basically, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah, it's crazy. I like what you said though. Rough, like he so never rough. was like talking about specs of a camera. Oh no, yeah, and, and it was never like the prettiest. He, I, he's not like the craziest cinematographer. No, like no, he no. like would throw up drone shots, and you'd be like, holy shit, he's like the first one with the drone type of thing. But it was never like unbelievably pretty cinematic shots. And that's what I think was so cool is like he didn't let his gear right. or or like the need to like make something so pretty get in the way. It was more so about the story and always about the story first. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think his stuff was so great. Which I agree. Two things. It's like it's interesting because I remember like, yeah, he's not like an insane like, oh, my God, that shot's insane. Exactly. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But he would just like I remember watching his old video, like old videos where mm-hmm. he's like, I think there's one where he like goes to like get like a love letter to Candace or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. pre-vlog oh, it's a good everything. Video. I've seen that And video. I just remember he's like putting a box in a truck and I'm like, oh, he puts the truck like, or the camera like in the back of the truck. So when he puts the box in front of it, it's like really interesting. I just remember thinking like, oh, he just puts cameras in weird places because why not, dude? Yeah. But it's interesting, like you're saying, he doesn't have like the crazy, he never had like the craziest gear or like the craziest shots that you can't comprehend. You can like comprehend everything he's doing. He's just doing it so, he's kind of like, why everyone loves Steph Curry so fucking much? Because he's like six three. It's like attainable. If you just shot a million threes, you could make it to the pros. You don't have to be fucking LeBron, like seven foot monster. You know, it's like Casey was attainable. He's just so good at it. That was the other thing. Was I think that you could everyone saw a piece of themselves. Yeah. In in those videos where it was like okay, like, and he and he talked about his struggles of being really poor, mm-hmm. like super yeah. super poor, and like being mm-hmm. on food stamps right. with his little baby Owen and like trying to make it and like and his wife and they're arguing and shit. It was like, it was so not fake. And that's what social media is right now. And I think it's, it's catering away or it's tearing away from that right now, but there's still the struggle of people trying to make everything super, super polished and like, 
dude, fuck that. Just make stuff. Yeah. Make stuff as frequently as you can. And I think you'll never go wrong. And he's so specific. Oh, he's specific. In, in, who, in who he is. I could do a whole mean? pod on how much I love this guy. Me too. But like, I love so like that, every, Should we turn that into? Like every, everything he does is so like, oh, that's such a Casey thing to do. Uh-huh. And I yeah. love people like that. I think in what you got to admire, the last thing I'll say is just Casey's a number one. And I think that if you go look at traditional number ones, like you can, you know who number ones are, mm-hmm. you know? He's obsessive. So obsessive. And he's very, very consistent. And right. you can never be an obsessed, consistent person who's always trying something. That's I, sta- so true. I stand by it. Absolutely, dude. And he's just great at what he does. I also love how like the first couple people that we talked about were like, God, these guys are just like good looking and like talented filmmakers. And like Casey's like not. Yeah. Uh, yeah and he's just like an older guy. And I think that's just like the coolest thing. I remember showing my friend a video of his and I was like, yo, this is my favorite YouTuber. And he's like, what the fuck this guy's like 40 and i'm like no yeah but he's like the fucking coolest rocks yeah that's another thing i admire about him he like he lives life to the fucking fullest yeah he does he's like a fucking kid but he's like 40 right yeah so sick tell me i'm 40 um okay oh my turn um i'm gonna go with this i'm gonna go with a recent one um this goes to did when i started looking at when i started like doing a lot of car stuff right when i was like okay i need to figure out how to shoot cars i hadn't really done it before i was like okay who's the goat and I just did some Instagramming. Aaron Brimall, he's the goat. He's just so, he's, the way he shoots photos is insane. And then I got to spend like three days with him making that Kia documentary about him. And I was like, it was just like the fucking heaven. It was similar to you where he like, he like I was like so obsessed with him for like months just because it was like all I looked at because I was like, I need to get better at cars. So I just looked at his whole thing. And then I remember he like followed me like the third day. We we're like hanging out, just like shooting the shit. And I was like, damn. Dude. He was like, it was so funny. He like posted a video of me, and like my like girlfriend was involved. Like he was like DMing her. Like it was like funny. Like not like gross. Don't worry. Um, it was so funny, and it was just like so weird to see someone that like I like looked up to so hard, just like chilling with like people I know. You know what I mean? Like, but the way this dude like captures speed in a car, because cars are like the unique thing. You got to show like the unique thing about like how Kosas talks about like the unique thing about. A venue is like the chandelier or like mm. what makes the DJ specific. Mm. You got to shoot that. Cars, like their thing, they go fucking fast, right? And yeah. it's really important to capture like the speed and he does it better than anyone. Every car he shoots looks like it's going a million miles per hour because like he gets the right motion blur, all like the textures coming off the car, like coming right at the camera. Like it's just so cool to see. And you makes cars, like a lot of people shoot cars very technically where it's like very clean, very like billboard looking and his are just like gritty and like cool and like you just like fucking get like a fucking boner every time you look at him you know what was the biggest tip you took away or like biggest takeaway you got from spending three days with him yeah one like i remember when we had to shoot this kind of going off or not off what i said but like we had to shoot a stationary car for like a day and a lot of the shoots i don't get to have like a stunt driver to shoot with or like a camera car or whatever so it has to be stationary and just like trying to think of ways don't just like put the car there and take a photo like he would always like have it like parked where like half of it was covered in shadow or like you like move in like a very specific way so like just a shadow was like going right across a car line just like accentuating the car in different ways or like using like the environment to like point into the car and not just like having the car there and like well lit you know what i mean it's like let's get it weirdly lit with shadows and shit that was like way cooler I love that. Yeah. I think a cool thing about that too is like anytime you see something that's really unique shot in Mm -hmm. a different way, you're like, I could never do that. But you then have that in your like back pocket, almost like, oh shit, I saw this one time. Right. I should try this now. Totally. So you're like, oh, I saw Aaron do this on this shoot. Right. Like I should fucking try that. And and that's why it's so important to consume these creators that we're talking about is because 
you never know if you're on a shoot and you're like, oh, like in subconsciously even it could be, you're like, oh, I remember how Casey put his camera in that weird spot and now I'm going to do that because it looks fuck. And then, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's important to take inspiration for sure. And sometimes you do it without even thinking about it. Yeah. You're right. You're just like, this feels right. Why yeah. does this feel right? Because like you've seen it before, yeah. you know? Definitely. I think it's super important to, now that you brought that up, is to just talk about how my boss at Oregon told me this when I first started and he's like, whenever you see like something you're really proud of that you like like someone's work you're really inspired by he's like never take more than one to two pieces from it and you'll always be good and he's like you'll never be like infringing on that person you know what i mean and i think that right now a lot of people you'll watch someone's work a thousand times because this is what i did when i started i would just copy people and i think it's a great way to start I, i really do think it's a great way to start you watch like you're a big fan of chase's videos you go watch it you try and make it exactly like chase you'll learn how to make good content sure but then when you go out to really post stuff to the world, you take one to two things from Chase. You take one to two things from Kosas, one to two things from Casey Neistat, one to two things from Sam Calder. Right. And you blend it, put it in a blender, mix it all up. And, and add and and automatically you're going to add a little bit of you in there too. There it is. You know what I mean? And I think you come out, that is what merges style. That's totally. where That's where your style comes it's from. It's like who you pick from mm-hmm. and then a little bit of you, you know, a little bit of the pasta water and the sauce bam, and then bam, dude. Yeah. It's because when Sam Colder came out and people were trying to emulate him, they would have like the squiggly text and the teal yeah. and blue and, like the, and yeah. the zoom and transition the zoom. and would travel to the same spots right. and it's like okay this is a fucking sam colder like remake but you're right. not as sick as sam colder so right. it's not as good how funny really quick sidebar is the guy that russian guy that does all of jay alvarez's oh, posts yeah. but is himself like the exact same he goes the exact same place gets the exact same photo and it's just like him and he like looks different than jay alvarez but like not quite that much different it's so fun he recreates all of his posts it's the funniest fucking thing in the world no way yeah it's so funny yeah and you haven't seen it no oh, it's, oh, it's, it's incredible hilarious. yeah it's so funny i met a guy in bali that like just like him had the, the little I thought it was him he had the little weird tats and every the same exact it was tats. probably his dick double for that sex tape you know <laughs> mm. oh speaking of dick doubles and um Jay Alvarez we saw Alexis Ren this weekend oh, oh yeah, we saw, we, yeah we saw at the flea market we were so a little jealous. starstruck I can't believe it I can't oh, she's believe bad it. we watch we watch what's she, yeah, she like in person we just walked well, past well, her I, ta- I talked to her yeah yeah <laughs> She actually used I said, Chloe, Chloe, I said, Chloe, could you just go, go with Kosas and go check out those clothes really quick? I'm going to ask Alexis. Yeah, and he, and he went, here's my card. Here's she my said card. she's a huge fan of the 505 podcast. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Oh, yeah. on the topic of that, if we if we love talking to you guys in public, if you see us and you're a fan of the pod, please come up to us because it like yeah. it makes my day nothing. We met someone at the gym. Yeah, didn't you get recognized? Yeah, it was a cool. It was by far the coolest thing ever. It was really cool. Coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ever, dude, because I love talking to passionate people. What's his name? Shout him out. Calvin. Calvin. Calvin, what's up, dude? Calvin, stay in, Jack. I also work at 24 Hour Fitness, but I only am on the outside part because I don't actually pay for the membership because I'm super cheap and they let me in for free outside. So if you want to say what's up, come outside. I'll be there most days from like 11 to noon. Don't kill me, by the way. Now you know where I do go places. I'm not going to tell you which 24. Only Calvin knows. That's so funny. Okay, the next creator that I want to talk about is a YouTuber by the name of Nathaniel Drew. And the reason um, why I love his videos is he makes YouTube videos um, all about traveling, but also I wrote it down because it's uh, his content explores the full range of the human experience. Mm. So he'll do videos, for example, like he found three strangers in Italy and took them to the best, like it's like a three Michelin star restaurants, like the best restaurant in Italy. And then like the whole concept was like, I want to meet strangers and take them on this adventure. I'm not going to tell them where we're going. They just have to trust me. And they got to experience and like, and basically have this amazing meal and, and share conversation. 
and um, it was a fucking awesome video. And all of his videos have that same sure type of like vibe to them. The reason I love his videos so much and his content is because he's one of the few creators I watch his content and I don't get like FOMO or jealous of. It's uh, more so I get real inspired and like it makes me want to be a better person. Yeah, that's I there's something to that. I don't know how they do that, but there are a few creators like Life of Riley is like one of those guys. Yeah, yes. Which is so funny because I like spent like a week with or two weeks with like his little brother and now I just like understand the whole thing. I use FaceTime like every day. He's just like a good guy, but like we should be jealous. He's like good looking. He just like travels all the time. He has a beautiful girlfriend, but it's like it's the way he posts or something, it just makes you yeah. like, ah, I'm not like sad when I look at it. I'm like pumped for some reason. That's really important. I don't know how they do that, but it is important. Yeah. And um, he just comes off very genuine. He's like, he comes off as someone you just want to be friends with. And right. I feel like he has like an old soul. It's like a really good soul. Mm. I'd love to meet him one day, but he's someone who, you know, I think he puts videos out every single week. I don't watch like every single week religiously, but every time I find myself watching his videos, I'm like, man, this guy's awesome. And he puts a lot of time and energy into his videos, but like you can just tell he's an awesome guy. He's American, but he's living abroad. And um, yeah, I just like really like his content. If you guys are into that kind of content, I would highly recommend checking him out. Absolutely. There's not a ton of people that are super active on YouTube anymore. Do you notice that? Maybe you're just not consuming it as really. Do you feel, I feel like the people that used to be like, on very strict upload schedules yeah. I used to love just to have fall, like, like they just, just made their bags man they just have moved on to other things TikTok and bags it's really funny I watched the Peter McKinnon video today and he uh. talked about how he was super consistent with two minute Tuesday uh-huh. and then it was like a whole joke about how like he started off making a two minute video and he did that so that he could have consistency and it wasn't too long of a video right. and then two minutes turned into three then five then eight then ten and there was an ongoing joke about how two minute tuesday was never two minutes and then you know he missed a week mm-hmm. and and it became like inconsistent so maybe he would post like two in a row and then like miss a few months and then get back and then slowly but surely just like completely fell off and he was like he felt bad about that so he's trying to bring it back and he's going to do another a new segment where like every tuesday or wednesday he's reviewing products that like brands send him sure that's fun but you're right i feel like it's hard to stay consistent especially yeah. on youtube youtube's yeah because do people burn out too yeah. every oh, yeah. every time i've tried to give youtube a try mm-hmm. i can bang it hard sure at a <laughs> yeah, boy bang it, bang it hard for four or five weeks minutes oh <laughs> <laughs> got him <laughs> That's a little too long. Um, um, you can go to you a fucking <laughs> yeah, superstar. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, that's all that yoga I've been doing. Holy, four or five weeks, and then something will come up with work, and I'll be like, "Oh, gotta yep. do work," yeah. and then I'm like, "Sick," and now I'm like, "Never mind." It's just it, life gets in the way. The longest consistency streak I had was when I was studying abroad. Of course, same. I posted me too. One a week for like almost four months, and then even then, dude, I just kind of stopped. Even I was still abroad, I stopped. Someone DM'd me the other day and was like, I went and watched every YouTube video that you had posted. And he's like, please start posting. And I was like, you might have just given me the confidence I need I to try, try and do it I again. Get- Some random person across the country giving me the confidence I will say like one, one night every like two months, I'm like laying in my bed trying to fall asleep. And this realization pops. I'm like, I got to start posting on YouTube again. This happens like every two months, dude. I'm like, I get all pumped. I think I plan out every video. And then I wake up in the morning. I'm like, no chance, dude. <laughs> I'm the king of getting motivated one day and being like, mm, that's it. My life is changed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm this way for the rest of my life forever. Yep. This, yep. this changes and then just fall off. I will say, I think this podcast is the like the most consistent I've been with 
I think this, fine. this podcast yourself. is like the most consistent I've been with anything. What are we, what episode are we at right now? This is like three. I think 20, 22 or twenty. I'm really impressed with us doing this Me every too. week because it yeah. re- it really it like I love doing it, but damn, is it hard? Fuck, is it yeah. hard? It's it's also fun too because we really do all love it. We've been getting real fucking busy lately, yeah. and it's fun so though busy. because it's like. We've been getting so busy that it's like almost nice because I'm just like, I just got to like catch up with my buddies. Yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you got any more creators? I'll give you, I'll give you one more. I think one of my f- other favorite creators is Casey Neistat's old assistant, Dan Mace. Mm. Because Dan mixes so many different forms of mediums into, so true. into his videos. It's like the videos got to take months in my head to like make and he makes them so fast. Yeah. He does like stop motion videography photography storytelling weird film stuff weird film shit where does he find that dude he he he's an og in the ad world but as a creative and a creative like creative director vibe he used to like direct big spots huge spots yeah Yeah. so he was in the ad world forever and like i i just think that he he is literally what a creative director should be i agree you Mm. where you where you can do like fucking all kinds of different mediums and you really do have an idea of how that end spot is gonna look you can feel he's just a creative motherfucker oh god he's crazy so creative i love it he's crazy i love him i think that when there was a period of time where he was editing casey's vlogs Mm. and they just had some spat some pizzazz about him a little bit he's funny too yeah Yeah. Yeah. creative fella and he's from south africa and he his humor is just he's a little character super dry yeah Yeah, i love that bro yeah, brew the sharks in the water. Brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they brew. He is one person who I watch and I'm like, man, this is unique. Like, yeah. so it's unique. not like anybody else. Mm-mm. Man, I feel like watching one of his videos right now. Yeah. Cut to us watching the video. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Uh, um, anyways, I'm going to go with, I was going to say Van Neistat and I'll give him a quick honorable mention. We just really have gone through like the whole Tom Sachs Neistat family mm. already. But his recent posts on YouTube, especially when they first started, when you and I were crushing them together, the dude is just God. He's cool. I love. He's like calms me down. Same. He really inspires me in the way that Casey used to. Where it's like I want to like I want to like get new perspective on. I want to start like doing stuff with my hands all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Build some shit. I feel like the best creators can like get you interested in what they're interested, even if you weren't interested in that before. I like that. So like Bill Simmons, for example, this is kind of like a segue or not a segue, but off topic. He's a podcaster, right? It's called the Pod Father. Big podcast guy. He was obsessed with the NBA and like he's in he's into like WWE wrestling, but he's mostly just like the, the NBA guy. Like he loves the Celtics, wrote the book of basketball, etc. Terrible team. I wasn't that into fucking NBA because the Timberwolves have sucked my whole life, right? But I just like Bill Simmons, so I started. Someone sent me his podcast. I started listening to it, and I'm like, I don't care about the NBA. I just like hearing this guy talk. Now I'm a fucking. I know, dude. I know the standings, top to bottom, east and west. I know who's making the playoffs, just because of fucking Bill Simmons. I just like the podcast. So does Braden. Braden knows right. a lot. Of a lot of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but so I feel like the best creators do that. And Van has got me super into just like trying to be like handy or like I bought a Swiss Army knife because not his, just a you Swiss bought, Army you knife. You bought a Swiss Army knife because of Van. Yeah. Yeah, I never, I never, I was just about to say that. Yeah, Chase is like, dude, I need to be more handy. Yeah, you think, because it's fucking van, dude. And because someone's got to be fucking handy in this apartment. Yeah, not going to be not me and ghosts. There's no chance. Um, So yeah, shout out to Van. I also wanted to say really quick, uh, Tim Tim Kellner, Tim to the Wild, he just the go to composition, man. It's just him in a tripod, I'm pretty sure. And he just makes the most beautifully composed shots. And it's just cool. It's just like so impressive what he does. It's almost the opposite of Casey. 
Right, sure. Where it's like it's super mellow. It's yeah. just like he. I think he makes the music himself too, which is really impressive. It's just a locked off shot. It's just like the best composition in the fucking world. Like beautiful light, but it's all natural usually. And he'll just like walk through it or something. And there's very little camera movement, and it just creates like a vibe. Like it just creates an energy of the place he was in, beautifully colored, beautifully composed. And it's really nice to just watch that and kind of get inspiration from a totally different form of like video making. I love that. I totally forgot about these guys and i want to give them an honorable mention i, I have another that. creator colin and samir mm. the reason i thought of it is because they just had van neistat on oh, their sure. podcast they, it was good and you should watch it if you're into it, it. Yeah. i watched it and i don't think i'm as into van just mm. because I'm just not that handy of a guy sure. and like i think i need to give his his videos a, a try but like not really my thing also so interesting macro lens he, the use of macro shots in his mm. his videos are just fucking awesome chase has been trying to get me to buy a macro lens for, for so like long dude years. we gotta split it dude it's not that expensive let's buy it um macro yeah macro is sick we should have one of those i really do like colin and samir i remember showing Braden them what two years a year two years ago mm. And they weren't that big, but like, I just loved that they would talk about other creators and they really formed their own lane. Now they fucking blew up and I just really love them as creators. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just want to give them a shout out. But this guy by the name of Evan Larson, he creates uh, recap videos and and video content for Win Mm -hmm. in Vegas. Mm -hmm. His fucking recap videos are unlike anything i've ever seen really because he's unbelievable at like after effects and cinema 4d so he'll put out recap videos it'll take him a little bit longer to put them out but man when he puts them out just like seamless transitions as fuck sure and it's just like his his shot selection his cinematography i'm like man this dude really understands how to fucking shoot a nightclub and just like a concert mm. and uh, uh just an experience at win and his stuff is amazing. And like as someone who has recently got into the field of, you know, concert photography, video, shooting nightclubs, concerts, it's really inspiring to see. And he's like the one person. And he's not even that popping. I think he's got like three or four thousand followers on the gram. He just rips. But man, his stuff is just like it's it's unbelievable. And I watched it and I'm like, I'll just watch his stuff and be like, this shit is crazy. That's so dope. Yeah. Last one I'm going to throw out there is Vincent Urban. Mm-hmm. This guy He's is man. only on Vimeo. Just the Godfather. <laughs> you know you're you know you're great at making videos if you're only on Vimeo. Yeah, 100%. Dude. What a flex. Yeah. Vincent Urban. A friend showed me him when I first got into filmmaking, like a year, like my year one, and he goes, "This is the this is the man. This is the blueprint." Okay, so I downloaded all of his videos and I put them in 50% on my timeline and I would just scrub to try and figure out how he did all of his trends. Uh, that's how I would learn how to do transitions. I would just download them 50% and that's how I'd learn. And his stuff is, he's the OG travel video. This is where all these travel guys, that yeah, he was totally. the, he's the first one to totally. do it all. He did it like 10 years ago or 50. And his videos 15 years ago look better than whatever is out right now. Yeah, he's crazy. Man. Everything's he's so shot on like an airy. It's like just gorgeous his quality is pretty out of of this world yeah everything is insane and he'll do like these campaigns for tourism boards for airlines for car companies i mean sick car stuff oh he's insane that's also super interesting he's like sam colder without like a mirrorless or dslr camera yeah definitely like if 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 sam colder went like he did the hyperlapses first right if sam colder went like big ad route kind of yep definitely 100 percent. and if he shot stuff on like a red right right, yeah that's definitely it's crazy and vincent urban is one of the people that i think really molded a lot of my style it's crazy for sure give me another one rattle me off one well i 
think I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, you know, who I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with you guys, you know, like no cap, dude, Brayden, you taught me how to use audio. You know, do you think I use a good at a microphone? Not really. And Kosas kind of the got goat of the ND filters, you know? Oh yeah. And, and honestly, like, no, seriously though, you guys do inspire me all the time. Like age is living with you guys and like seeing you work all the time as well as just like the stuff you make, it's dope. And it's different for, we all like make different stuff, but we're all like in a similar like level and stuff. So it's really like fun to be like, oh yeah, that's how we did that. That's really fun. We like just constantly learning and I love that shit. There's a word there. Is it implore? Is that what I'm looking for? Implore yeah. everyone? Yeah, I think so. I think so too, I right? Think we'll finish, it, right? finish the sentence. I, yeah. I implore everyone to go and try and live with creative people to be able to, nope, so that word doesn't fit. No, I'm going to give it to you though. Is it not fit? I'm trying, you know. Leave, hey, leave a comment if, if you nailed it God, or not. I fucked it up. Yeah. I feel like go live with creative people if you want to do this as a career because it'll skyrocket you times 10 whatever you're able to do living by yourself. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. And I, I like that. And I think ladies and gentlemen, that is where we're going to wrap up this episode of the 505 pod. Absolutely. If you're still here, please, please drop a screenshot on your story. It helps us out so much more than you know. And we are going to be dropping some fun stuff here in the mm. next few months. Mm. You need to stay tuned. Subscribe, like, comment, subscribe. Leave a comment one more time. Comment, like, subscribe. Comment, comment like, subscribe. subscribe. We'll see you guys all next time. Peace. Bye. Peace.